And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. I am Andrew, and with me is... Max, and with us is... Robert. And guys, why don't we check in on a couple friends of ours, uh, some rangers who like to rescue. Uh, let me share my screen here, and let's check in on our buddies Chip and Dale. And there are many adventures, this new trailer for Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the show that defined a generation and turned two unknown chipmunks into international superstars. Okay, looks good. took Chippendale to new heights. To many more seasons of the Rescue Rangers. We were living the dream, dancing the Roger Rabbit with Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I don't think I like that Melanian Sandberg's voices are coming out of them. Oh, wait. Yeah. What the... Look different. Hey, it's no secret I had the CGI huh. surgery done. Consumed by temptation. My love of cheese got the best of me. I just love it okay. so much. He's an addict. More please. Is it possible that two living legends are destined to reunite? So they're they're splicing in cartoon, CGI, and real life. Yeah, it's like it it seems to be like Roger Rabbity that like cartoons and stuff are real too. Yeah, including having Roger Rabbit in this. Mm -hmm. Good thing they had those really small versions of the jacket. style where everything looked real but nothing looked right who are you are you talking to us obviously but it looks like you're talking to that window it actually looks like i'm looking right at you okay look at my eyes looking right at your eyes yeah <laughs> huh. can you tell who did the voice of that one no who was that <laughs> also like Who's that joke for? Because it's like, I get it. But also, like, we're we're past that, like, the point of, like, CG being that bad that you can't get the eye lines right. It, I feel like it would have been a joke if, like, it came out right after episode one or the, something like that. The thing that I'm getting vibes of from this is that somebody at Disney Plus saw Space Jam, A New Legacy, and was like, we need one of those for us. <laughs> Where like this, any of this our, is their response. Where like any of our properties can just can just show up. Isn't that fun? And I don't know, like I because it's Mulaney and the Lonely Island, like I believe it'll probably be funner than the trailers making it out to be. But so far, the that trailer, I was a little underwhelmed. Uh, Mm -hmm. If it's not, if that's not the vibe of the movie, then that is what it is. Also, like it's like whatever. I know it's not. It's cashing in on the nostalgia of it, so I shouldn't assume like this is a kids thing and they're using a song that's they're having to blank out the word bitch every two seconds. But it's like they're also appealing to the fans from the past of the Vest Rescue oh, no, Rangers. They, We're no. older and they hmm? played they played that in the trailer. I edited I re-edited the trailer to bleep out. The oh, word. Yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Um, yeah, it's just like it was just kind of odd and uneven. I, and I don't like the the three D. 2d animation like the kind yeah. of cell shading like i thought it looked okay because it's like it looks kind of like the old one but in a 3d realm and i hate the decision that one of them got cg surgery the CG surgery so that they're on a different kind of visual level i yeah. don't know it uh, i don't know i'm again and i am hoping that maybe it's just a misrepresentation of what it'll be like but yeah it looks very like new tom and jerry space jam ready player one kind of yeah I don't know why everything needs to be. Well, you like the rescue Rangers. Well, here's them. Like when they clock out for the day and they're not like playing themselves in the show. And it's like, well, what was wrong with just the fun show? Right. I feel like we watched the new Mar Rocco's modern life. And that wasn't like that had a little bit of a commentary of like coming back after a long time, but it wasn't like Rocco stepped out of the animation cell and was like, 
hey, everyone, I need to let you know about cartoons right, or whatever. Like like. Heifer's like a, yeah, Heifer's an addict and Phil Exa- yeah. is like a, you know, like a, uh, yeah. It's it's odd. So I'm maybe I'm just being too harsh on it, but I it, based on the trailer, I was just kind of like, oh, this is not what I was sort of expecting. Yeah, I think you just uh, have not quite joined the metaverse yet, Robert. Mm. You'll get it eventually. Uh, should we talk about the Doctor Strange trailer that debuted before the Super Bowl? Yes. Uh, we don't need to play it. I don't think that. It, so if anybody hasn't seen it and is not planning on seeing it, you can you the time cues in the episode description will lead you to pass this. But yes. um, yeah, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer dropped, and wowie, <laughs> a lot happens in that two minutes. But uh, I love the. It's a shame we're not listening to it because that music in it, I think, is so cool. Even yeah. though it is sort of, it is sort of you know, uh, evoking the kind ofness of some trailers. Mm-hmm. It's just it's doing some cool stuff to the point where I was like humming it afterwards, and I was like, man, that's just like weird and kind of kind of hints at the creepiness of it yeah looks like i a don't, good, a I good don't really flick. remember it, it was the same one as uh the chip and dale's one right yeah 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 it was like <laughs> okay. him jumping through dimensions wanda? like i'm a real bad bitch yeah. got my own money wanda she my best friend <laughs> <laughs> someone should just re-edit it with that yeah that would be good um yeah what did you guys think of the trailer because i think it it um I think it was keeping some stuff, you know, kind of general, but I, I like, uh, what it's looking like. I like all the, the world hopping and, uh, uh, the implications of certain characters coming into the fold too. I mean, that not an implication. There was an outright confirmation as far as I'm concerned that that was a, someone's coming in pretty. That's right. Ralph Boner's father. Yes. Uh, Bob Boner is Bob his name, <laughs> who is in an accident. He is in a wheelchair, but he's doing okay. He's, yeah, he's got all he's got Ultron bots that help him around. So, yeah, there's a lot of, um, I mean that they so we're beating around the bush. Uh, Patrick Stewart's voice is in the trailer, um, kind of in a scene where it looks like he is being brought in front of the Illuminati. Yeah, a council which, of some sort. Do we want to spe- should we speculate real quick on who we think the Illuminati is going to be? In this universe, I feel like it's been teased so much and they have, even though they have one coming up in the wings, so I, I feel like this might be a good opportunity to introduce a character before, a variant of a character before their actual character in like the no, the, no, the normal timeline sure. is uh, Reed Richards. Yeah. I think there's there's scuttlebutt about some, some casting for someone uh, for that and yeah, could be, could be interesting. I'm, it's a toss up what the other one could be. I've... Um, so obviously Someone... Xavier seems like it's yes. the obvious choice. Um, Baron Mordo appears appears to be in the Illuminati if he's bringing him in to meet with the Illuminati. That kind of leads me to believe that if not the Baron Mordo of the MCU, then a variant of Baron Mordo is in the Illuminati because yeah, you know it was. Would, um, he ta- would he take the like Sorcerer Supreme role? Yeah, that's uh, my because Strange. There is a in in very you know some iterations of the Illuminati. Strange is in the Illuminati. Yeah, but obviously this Strange is not. So maybe the Sorcerer Supreme of his his you know universe is Baron Mordo, and he then went on to join the Illuminati. Could be. Yeah. The other rumor I heard, uh, and this is someone who's also been a rotating member, is Tony Stark. Yeah. Well, that, um, that would but... make sense from the Ultron bots. But yes, because it's like you could imagine like maybe that's the world where Ultron worked and like everything right. became, you know, safe and protected, but maybe like more authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the big, rumor. Yeah, the big rumor on that, that is it was, it's the uh, superior Iron Man. Yeah, superior Iron Man or uh, or in general, just a variant like uh, they would have like the mask would open up. It'd be like Tom Cruise yeah. as as uh, Tony Stark or something. So could be interesting. He's jumping up on a couch. Ah! <laughs> Ultron worked in my universe. Photon blast and like shooting. <laughs> he says the things like in Marvel vs. Capcom. Unibeam, Unibeam. <laughs> yeah, Unibeam, Unibeam. Like stop spamming it. <laughs> um, I I'm excited. I mean, yeah. just yeah, like let's get weird. I like. Do you think that the 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 sort of darker strange that they show in the trailer, if things are have gotten you know whatever, um. Is that Strange Supreme from What If? 
it could be there was like a uh, interview I heard with him or I saw with saw with him a while back where he had to actually like put something in front of his camera for like the press interview because he was like oh, I have like some makeup and stuff on and I can't show you what I look like while I'm filming but I'm like in between filming this stuff yeah and it was speculated that maybe he was yeah sort of, yeah strange supremed out and kind of gaunt and weird and evil there's looking also for it. they also show a what I think is zombie strange from also what mm-hmm. if towards the end of the yeah trailer. some sort of or, or that or like whatever spell he's using is like sapping him and he's like you know dying as a result or whatever right but yeah it looks like he's some version of strange is sort of tapping at all that darkness and stuff so that's that's exciting and maybe he's even is sort of that's sort of tying into the what if stuff like mm-hmm. i really enjoy that they're if not completely crossing over alluding to that like right. they've already opened that door with the the most recent phase so and like yeah if there's going to be a movie that's going to include that stuff it should be the multiverse of madness yes can't wait till it yeah is the quantum mania one in this supposed to be in this phase too yeah okay it should really be its own phase where we all just get the small versions of everything <laughs> for small versions there's, uh, there's uh, other dimensions and there's also like small other dimensions <laughs> I don't know how excited I am about Doctor Strange at this point. It seems like you guys are a lot more excited than I am. Uh, and I, I think it's just because there's a lot of this stuff that's already been happening that we got the all the what ifs and we got Spider-Man and now and we got WandaVision and now we're like seeing all those things uh, come together in a movie, which I mean, it could be cool, but like it doesn't seem super new, but we'll also see what's going on, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, having Patrick Stewart in there does seem exciting, but then on the other hand, it could be another fucking boner, you know? Like, it could be a uh, boner. They've done it too many times that you, can you trust anything that you see? Is it just speculation? And like, are they going to under deliver at that point? Uh, which they, I feel like they've done in the past where the speculation was way better than what we actually got. What if it's, what if it's McAvoy and he's got like a voice changer? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it is Patrick Stewart, but like it's it's a TV and they're like, X-Men is playing. We should tell him the truth. And they're like, he's like, huh? What is they're this movie? Watching, they're like, oh, they're don't watching, worry about it. Uh, anyway. They're watching X-Men 97 on Disney+. Plus. Yes, yeah. Oh, you have to sign up for the subscription plan to get this. Coming, <laughs> coming soon. Um, I, I'm excited. I think it's going to, it's expanding on Wanda, especially post her show. Um. I feel like some people are like have strange lower in their Marvel rankings, but I, I think he's interesting. I like that. He, I like that he's flawed and I mm-hmm. want to see kind of, it feels like a movie that's really going to be big for like pushing, pushing all this multiverse stuff ahead and leading up towards whatever the culmination is at the end of this phase. Um, assuming it has, you know, some big bad um, and maybe even like setting up, you know, Loki stuff. I, I guess it's, it's tiresome if it is, is like all synergy and kind of like, ah, oh, you'll have to te- check in with this character in their show next to see what mm-hmm. they're doing in between the next movie. But I don't know. I'm, I'm having a good time. And it's also like Sam Raimi back at the helm. Like that's probably the other thing that I'm most excited about where mm-hmm. it's like, I'm hoping, especially off the heat from uh, Spider-Man and stuff that there's like, there's just been a lot of like love for the other S- Spideys, even though non, you know, Marvel Canon ones. So I'm hoping that he was able to bring a lot of his personality and stuff to it. Yeah. I hope they hired a Raimi and let him do his thing. You know what I mean? I hope uh, they hire Ted Raimi to do the next one. Yeah. I hope he appears as uh, Jay Jonah's assistant <laughs> popping into frame. He touched my leg once Ted Raimi. Did he really? Yeah. He was doing, did he uh, ask, did he ask permission or uh, yeah, he's we're canceling Ted Raimi tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It was like a sketch show and he was like a featured featured player in the sketch show and he i was sitting front row and he like did a thing where he had like backed up and he he grabbed onto my leg to balance himself out so and then okay uh, my third, the police yeah, what a creep third leg emerged and uh really uh he grabbed onto that one yeah too. he grabbed onto that one too <laughs> yeah anyways um also really excited to see america chavez on screen i think that's going to be a cool addition to the mcu yes yeah um do we know who rachel mcadams is playing no, we I, don't. oh wait, yeah, she's a is she the same character? <laughs> I mean, I totally probably. Forgot, I totally forgot about her character. I'm terrible. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were like setting up a joke or something. The joke was me. I mean, she joke, could. Yeah. It could be some variant of her that has another name, Max. So keep your hopes up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Could be the the uh, time traveler's wife from uh, 
the time traveler's wife. Maybe uh, I mean I still need to watch not, that one. She's not together with this uh, Doctor Strange anymore, so maybe she's the ex man. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that does it for trailer talk. Let's uh, move on and talk about some movies we've seen. you forget about me look my way girl something <laughs> breakfast movies we've seen robert what movie you seen uh the movie i've seen most recently since we last spoke well not including the subject of today was jackass forever wow you did yes. it i went out to a theater uh there were other people, not a packed crowd, although I know for a, a movie like that, it would it's fun to react with the whole audience, but everyone was still laughing. It was good. I was like, laugh louder, so it sounds like there's more people. <laughs> um, I was running up and down the aisle. I was throwing popcorn. Um, no, it was very funny, uh, kind of sweet. I don't miss Bam at all. Um, in fact, I think he snuck into a scene, which is really weird. Uh, even though like I thought they had edited him out because they were they were filming at one point and then there was a whole big thing where the director had a restraining order it had to get a restraining order against Argera really and, uh, I didn't so... know I have no oh like, really yeah I have no knowledge of this what yeah happened? I mean it's all very sad he's not like they basically were like you can't be like you have to be sober on set and he was he declined and or and then didn't you know wasn't um so it was just bad and i think he needs help and i hope he gets it but i really wouldn't be i would be fine with him never being in jackass again um they bring on a lot of new people uh zach and jasper and rachel wolfson and there's a guy named uh poopsie poopies poopies is his name um and he's really funny cool it sounds Um, like another classic character from the jackass mm -hmm. crew some, wanna... some of the guys have some of the guys have jackass tattoos because like they were fans back in the day and got them. So it's just like, wow, this is crazy. I just saw um, a clip of Robert saying, "Poopsie, poopsie, poopies, no, poopies. poopies, poopies was his name." Because I keep because like my wife corrected me too, and I was like, I was like, "Poopsie feels like right too," but that's also like a name for like a grandma. Like that's poopsie. That's like my my gram gram. That's what and, you're calling your grandma. And this yeah, guy is poopy. Really loves his. And you'll never guess why he's named that because one time he pooped. No way. Uh, in the street, and then the police arrested him. Pooping in the street. Um, um <laughs> it was good. I like the stunt stuff where it's pretty um kind of and maybe that makes me kind of lame, but like when it's like You're so crazy. fucking basic, dude. <laughs> when it's crazy, but it's like they've worked out how to do it. Like Johnny, like Johnny Knoxville gets shot out of a cannon wearing like wings, and it's like the flight of Icarus, and it's like that's crazy. And then he flies and he up towards the camera and he falls in the water and it looks great, but like the ones where like they're just like getting fucked up and it's like takes up you know two minutes of the movie and it just didn't seem worth it. Where I'm just like, God, these poor guys, and they're like in their mid fifties. Like mm-hmm. I felt bad for them. Hell, even the new guys were doing some shit where I was like, the the new guy Zach's a a big guy and he he jumps off like this ramp into like a ginormous thing of cactuses oh, yeah. and like rolls and falls over. And he, in Jamie showed me some interview where he's like, Oh yeah. You know, and they, they got as many as they could out, but I think some are still inside and that was messed up for a long time. And I was like, not worth it. If it had been like cardboard cactuses and you, and you just hit the ground on top of them, I, I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. I would have still laughed. Like, um, it was it was crazy, but I had a good time, and and Jamie and I had a good laugh. It's kind of what we needed, and brought us back to a simpler time because I, I definitely loved uh, watching Jackass back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm but I'm glad that it is sort of, uh, in its own way, yeah, kind of gotten sweeter and a little more innocent, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Still plenty of, of Dixes and Dick Dixes and uh, Dixes. Dixes is that another new character? Mm-hmm. Dixes uh but yeah no it's it was really good fun and if uh if you feel safe to go to a theater i would definitely recommend checking it out because it's not it's not streaming online i do think this is the uh this is them kind of setting up a paramount plus new series though oh wow my prediction yeah uh how about y'all max 
uh i saw a movie that was uh, a little bit maybe less touching than uh than jackass i saw a movie called help with jody comer and uh stephen graham uh who was in the underrated hbo tv show uh boardwalk empire he did it everybody mm. <laughs> he did it <laughs> say the line max <laughs> He played Al Capone there. He was also in Snatch, which you watched recently, mm-hmm. Andrew. He was, he was uh, homies with uh, Jason Statham. Oh, oh, dags. Sure, I like dogs. Yeah, <laughs> that's the guy. So he was in it. Jody Comer from uh, from Killing Eve. Uh, K- Killing Eve. And uh, it was about a care home worker during COVID, mm-hmm. uh, where where she gets a job taking care of older folks and um Stephen Graham's character is is a bit younger he um but he has early onset alzheimer's so they're taking care of him and uh then covid hits and they have to deal with like not having enough of the ppe and uh people getting sick and dying and it's a it's very heartfelt mm-hmm. uh difficult watch uh but it's really good nobody gets um, hit in the balls with a cactus or anything in this I, I was just gonna say there is one scene there is one scene but uh other than that yeah it's very you know jody comer goes to use an outhouse and then it explodes <laughs> comes yeah. out covered in shit yep stephen graham flies in uh on the little glider <laughs> hits the outhouse no, it's, it's pretty. It's really good. Uh, I think there's one point at the very end uh, that I didn't like, where uh, she's kind of talking to a character, but she ends up looking directly at the camera, and it it just sucks like, cause it like breaking like, the fourth wall or just like yeah, it's a choice. It, yeah. to, oh, it's a choice of the director to break the fourth wall at that point to like send the message directly to the viewer, but the message is already there. Like it's a really good movie. You, you can like you really feel it there's no need for her to look directly at the camera when saying this line it still should have the same impact and it really took me out of it other uh-huh. than that misstep i thought it was a really well made movie really well acted really good although you may have to turn the subtitles on because these guys are very scottish during the movie <laughs> and it's basically impossible there are some lines in there yeah i, I never got a hold of Wow. But a very good very good movie. Uh I recommend it. Cool. How about you, Andrew? You seen anything? Yeah, I watched uh Minari, um the twenty twenty movie with uh Steven Yoon. Yeah, I was gonna say in it. Um Spike Spiegel. <laughs> Spike Spiegel, yeah. He's what? Spike Spiegel. Isn't uh isn't he in um isn't he John Cho? No, isn't he in the Cowboy Bebop? That's what I was talking about. Isn't he in the isn't he in the, one of the episodes? But he's not Spike Spiegel. I know I was referencing Cowboy Bebop though. I think I I think I messed up though if he wasn't in the show. Uh, I I have not watched Cowboy Bebop, so um, well I'm gonna call you lucky you. Um, I loved it. it. It is a very it looked really good. I it's, wasn't it's, it's really on my good. list, but I yeah it's very good, very touching. Um, it's a story of a Korean family who moves to Arkansas in like 1983, and they move there from California. They previously immigrated from Korea, moved to California and then moved to Arkansas to kind of, um, get work. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his dream is to build like a farm. And so he moves his family out to Arkansas to buy a, a plot of land to start his farm on. And it is, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful movie. It's, it's hard to watch at times. Cause it is just like, you know, like it's, it's not as like wrought with, racial tension as i thought it might be um just based on the subject matter and the fact that it's an a24 produced movie Mm -hmm. um but it's really good and you know a lot of it is about like the the tension of like him wanting to live his dream of building this farm and what it's doing to the family and the tension between the wife and the husband and there's a um, they're, you know, eventually the, the wife's mother comes in to live with him to watch the kids. And there's a bit of tension between him, her and the younger son, because she doesn't behave like a grandma should to his, you know, in his eyes. 
So they kind of build a relationship based on that. But yeah, it's gorgeous. It's streaming on Showtime, I think. That's where I watched it. But Mm. um, yeah, awesome movie. Really loved it a lot. Awesome. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about some TVs. TV shows we've seen. (laughs) We've seen. Robert, TV. I watched a little, just a couple episodes of uh, Strangers with Candy after uh, Boba Fett was over, just because Amy Sedaris is in it, and I wanted to see her again. So funny. Love it. Like, oh, my cord, Mac. Um, And I also watched, I think, I don't remember if I talked about that I had started it before, uh, the Jack Reacher show. Oh, no. You might have mentioned, I can't remember. Yeah, but we're almost finished. I think we're on the last episode now. It's really good. Um, it's just like funny that it's like such a different kind of imposing character uh, than Tom Cruise in the movie, mm-hmm. who's like, you know, not a giant man. Um, but this guy is like enormous and like everyone comments on it when he walks into the room. Whereas with Tom Cruise, they're like, where are you, little guy? Uh-huh. Hey, you Jack Reacher over there? Um, no, it's really good. There's kind of like a conspiracy in this small town that he gets wrapped up in. His uh, brother was involved. Uh, the inciting incident, I could just say, since the first episode is his brother is found dead. Oh. Um, so he's trying to solve that. And then it kind of is tied into kind of the politics and sort of goings on in this town. Um, good stuff. And he's, uh, I forget an actor's name in it, but he's really, really good. And I, he's making the show for me. So it was uh, Aquaman I, on Smallville. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff. I, I I dig them. So I would, uh, and now I'm forgetting. Is that also an Amazon show? Yes, I think it is. Um, but um, yeah, folks should really check it out. It's it's really really good. Anything Don't else? Spoil anything? Um, not really. Not a ton of TV. And I've just been kind of lying fallow on some of this stuff. Max, what about you? You've been laying flaccid on any uh, anything else, like Robert? <laughs> Always, whenever I watch TV. Uh, I watched uh, Godless, which is like a Western, which has um, Lady Mary Crawley from Downton Abbey. It has uh, the cashier from um, uh, from Signs. Is that, the, mm-hmm. is that the movie? M. Night Shyamalan? With, cashier uh, from Signs? Yeah, who's like who swears a lot or something, and then he tells his kids he never wants to them to hang out with her. Haven't you watched Signs recently? I don't know. I feel like I I watch Signs. Anyways, (laughs) check it out. You'll like it. Uh, Godless. It's it like oh, it also has uh, who's the guy in um, Dumb and Dumber? Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. That's the guy. Yeah. No, the other one. Jeff Jeff Daniels. Daniels. That's right. Oh, nice. I love Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is like the villain. Um, he's like, in, he's a leader of a gang and they're very brutal. They murder this whole town. Uh, and then they're coming for this, this guy who escaped their gang. And so um, it's pretty interesting. The first episode I thought, and the last episode were the worst of the bunch, but the rest hmm. of it gets hmm. pretty good. So it's kind of like bookended when we finished the first episode, like halfway, they're actually pretty long episodes, about an hour to hour and a half each, I think. Oh, wow. I think maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. They're pretty long. And so like halfway through the first episode, we're like, ah, do we really want to continue? And we said, we'll give it to the end of the first episode. And by the end of the first episode, we were like, ah, let's, let's just try it. Right. Mm-hmm. And we kept going and it got a lot better. And then the last episode was involved a shootout where i think there were it's like 20 versus 30 people and about 100 people got shot and died and at the end everyone was still alive so it was like really confusing (laughs) they just wanted to show people getting shot uh uh, but none of it really made sense um they were all danny they were all danny mcbrides from pineapple express (laughs) (laughs) um and but uh worth a watch i would say even with all of that um good good performances mm-hmm. it also has a guy who was the dad in season three of um of true detective with uh, mahershala ali mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> I think he's, he's been in other stuff um but 
good performances from everyone. It was fun. Uh, check it out. I we tried to watch uh, Hit Monkey. Mm, uh, I've not heard good a, things. It, yeah, it's we didn't make it through the first episode. Wow. Uh, and uh, like shit monkey. <laughs> more like shit monkey. Uh, and then we went on to watch Ted Lasso instead because if you're gonna watch him, if you're gonna watch Ted Lasso, might as well watch Ted Lasso. Right. He's just like more of a, a prick without any positive mm-hmm. uh, bits. He's like he's always doing that, like always on character, except he's an asshole in in that one. So like much much anti Ted Lasso. Exactly, much prefer Ted Lasso. And uh, the animation wasn't that great in Hit Monkey either, so it doesn't really make up for anything. Didn't get very much into the, like didn't get to the part where he becomes a hit monkey really um, wow even you just watch like monkey basically just monkey yeah uh yeah couldn't recommend it but started watching season two of ted lasso been enjoying it it's been fun mm-hmm. have you guys watched any of that i've only watched season one i haven't seen season two yet no okay. yeah just started and so far it's it's pretty good mm-hmm well, get, just get wait because I heard a hit monkey shows up in season two. <laughs> I'll watch him there, but uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be watching any more hit monkey. Maybe he'll show up in Doctor Strange. Hopefully, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Andrew? Have you seen anything? Uh, I watched the first episode of Yellow Jackets. Um, also yes. Oh, that's the uh, getting ready for Quantum Mania. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a spinoff of the, yeah. For the very brief amount of time that uh, what's his face had the yellow jacket suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, it, I, I recognize why people like the show. It is not for me. It is fucking brutal. It is so like, so it's a, it's a show that is about a, um, young soccer team that is a, that is going to travel to play in the national championship and their plane crashes in the wilderness and they are stranded in the, in the, you know, wilderness for 18 months and so it's a show that shows two different time period, or I guess three different time periods, I guess that is right before they leave after they crash. And then like 20 years later mm-hmm. and it is so well acted and it is a very interesting idea for a show. It has, you know, like lost vibes to it and all that, but it is so fucking nihilistic and brutal. And like the, the kind of like, grossness of like showing people's injuries and like the the sort of like violence in it is just like, it's, it's not my cup of tea. It's really pretty nasty in certain spots. Like there's a girl who's, you know, they're playing soccer. They're trying to show this one girl that she's not as hot shit as she thinks she is. So one of the girls like slide tackles her and just like breaks her leg and just like showing like a little bit of the bone coming out of her shin and just like, it's just like, I don't need to see that stuff. Like I know some people Damn, this like, is like before they get to the woods. <laughs> yeah. That's before. Well, the first shot is like a girl falling into a trap. That's just like, sp- like wooden spikes coming out of the ground and just yeah, like, yeah. fuck. Like they, they, I've playing, I've, I played Tomb Raider. There's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do. They just show you right away that this is going to be a brutal show. And like that establishing shot is just like, God damn. And then like, yeah, the, the slide tackle kick and the, it's just like that sort of stuff. I would enjoy the show so much more if it didn't have just like really like graphic, like that sort of depiction of violence. I, I don't mind violence, but just like that sort of like, I don't know, just the shots of like, look at the bone or like, this girl's like she lands on the spikes and like she doesn't die right away, so they kind of show her body like kind of squirming on the thing. It's just like I that stuff is like, it's too gross for me. So like, I don't think I'll continue with the show just because I don't think I can handle the that stuff. But I am interested in the story, so maybe I'll read like a recap somewhere or something. But there you go. Yeah, <laughs> read the wiki later. Yeah, I was inspired because the Doughboys were doing the pilot for an episode last week. So I wanted to watch it so I could listen to it and kind of know what they were talking about. And, you know, I was glad to have watched it and, and know that what the show's about and all that. But yeah, just a little too, little too gross for me. Do they all get, get stung by bees or do they wear yellow coats or something? They're, That's the, their team. The team is the yellow oh. jackets. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But one does become uh, the pain from Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> bee, bee control. 
Perfect. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, let's talk about the movie we all watched for this week. We are talking about, in honor of the life of Ivan Reitman, who sadly passed away this week, we are talking about Ivan Reitman movie, Evolution. right we watched evolution that is uh, oh you're gonna do uh you two evolution (laughs) (laughs) well i can't uh make up uh i can't (laughs) just play you didn't Um, just edit throw that together okay uh yeah evolution would you guys recommend people watch evolution look you know (laughs) we we love ivan over here we really do um so in honor of him, I would say that people could check this movie out, but <laughs> they, I, they can, they are able to do and, that. And, and I, and I want to let them know that is up to them, <laughs> but I personally, I had seen it before. It's been mm. a while. I personally was underwhelmed. Uh, it was just not, it takes a long time to get going. And then even once I thought it was, had gotten going, the moments it kind of drags between moments with the aliens and stuff, which I thought there was good. There's some good, I think there's some good stuff, but, and there were some good ideas, but I feel like the execution was uh, kind of poor. So it's a, a pretty mild recommendation on my part. If, if, if at all, yeah. uh, what did you guys think? Max? Um, I thought that I liked this because uh, I'd, I'd seen it a long time ago and, um, but forgot most things from it and i think i was confusing this with galaxy quest and i did enjoy mm. galaxy quest yeah galaxy quest uh, holds up yeah this movie does not hold up i feel pretty bad for julianne Moore. i think there are better better movies to watch watch them instead yeah i agree i think this is a this is a very 1999 movie um especially the the it's I will give it I will give it some credit. It is the lone movie in existence that stars Julianne Moore that opens with Buck Cherry playing. So that they do have that distinction. <laughs> is it 99? I think so. I thought it was 2001. I think it's 99. Wow. Um, wait, not, that's how you're supposed to party? Party like it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> like um, an evolution. If, if it was not made if it was not made 1999, it ought to have been cuz it felt very a lot of this felt very 90s. Um, yeah, so it's, well, there's no way to find out. Um, it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. And I think you pointed out Max, like Julianne Moore is, I think she's doing a fine job. Like, and I think her well, it's acting, Julianne Moore, she's like it's she, Julianne Moore, but I mean, it's also because she's playing off of, David I think also Duchovny. Orlando Jones is doing, he's doing like a weird thing and we can talk about it, but he's kind of like, he feels like he's doing two different things. Oh, wow. It is. I'm getting confirmation from Max. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's coming through the coming Stanley through the Kubrick special 2001. Um, was 2001. Uh, uh, David to is like sleepwalking through this. He's uh, <laughs> as the star of the movie. Mm-hmm. He seems so disinterested in being in this movie. It's so weird. It, it, is, it's, that just, is that just David Duchovny? I was, well, I was going to say like, it, he's, he's best known for Mulder and Mulder is very like, he's pretty stoic. Every once in a while he cracks a smile or it makes a joke, but he's pretty, he's pretty like nose to the grindstone trying to find the aliens and all that crap going on. So, and I think he's good in that. In this, he's trying to play kind of snarky. He's, he's supposedly like no women can resist him. He even is like, oh, well, she's mine. She's mine. That's obvious from the fact that Julianne Moore's sole purpose in this movie is to be a sex object for David Duchovny. And like, and she's a the... she's a scientist and like a well-renowned scientist. But every discovery is made by David Duchovny because she's just so starry-eyed for this man. And she's so um, clumsy. She spends yeah. I was gonna say, boy, on the ground. Yeah. He it's when she's first introduced, she falls and like you know drops some stuff. No one help. No one helps her. No. No, no. Everyone is like still talking and and doing stuff, and then she like pop, finally pops back up. And I was like, no one gave her a hand. What the hell? I mean, weren't they taking that time to look up her skirt? You're right. They were commenting. Yes, that was maybe that was the other bad part. That of was that, scene that was that more just... important. Um, 
yeah the thing i wanted to mention about orlando jones character was uh he is it's just the weirdest thing he all he's like a geologist right yeah or like yes but he also coaches the women's volleyball team it's like okay fine and he's giving this woman like a, a student a score uh you know when he when he's first introduced and the comes in and is like oh i'm interrupting anything and it's like he wasn't like he no, was just being no, like the, i would like to correct you the line is oh. we were supposed to get lunch but it looks like you've maybe eaten already uh yes that is a bad line <laughs> it's um, disgusting <laughs> the but the whole thing is like it's implied like oh are you uh getting with your student and he's like no i wouldn't do that later on their computer was tapped and he's like are all the images of those girls are over 18 and they're like uh-huh sure thing and it's like so is he into young girls also like, what is going on there's a scene like, later where him and sean william scott are eating together in that diner and he says something like <laughs> oh like, so, so what's, ever... how do you do it with, like the coaching like what do you get to do and he's like well, he says something he... like do you ever get to you know peek at the girls in the shower he goes sometimes i shower with them and it's just like yeah what the fuck is like his character is like a sex criminal like i like it's not just that yeah. he's a pervert like he's I, a, I could understand the running joke being like oh this guy must be like the coach because he's like into these girls but like in the starting it seemed like it was trying to be like that's what people say but that's not the case and then as the movie goes on it's like mm, it seems like maybe that is the case or like or like he secretly is into young girls and that's why he's the coach, but hasn't ever made a move or something. It was weird. I didn't like it. I, yeah. It, it, <laughs> uh, this is coming from, I mean, Bill Murray's character in Ghostbusters is like kind of a sleaze. Like he's, you know, tricking the guy during the test so he can get the girl's number and he's going to Dana's apartment and trying to, you know, hit on her, even though she's a client, he doesn't come off good in a lot of scenes, but he's still like bringing some charm to it. This was mm -hmm. like, weird i didn't like when, it when we were looking through all the available movies uh i i just saw screenshots of meatballs and decided i didn't want to watch it so i could avoid this stuff but i guess there was no <laughs> it's getting unavoidable it. it's an ivan reitman trademark i guess um yeah and i think i mentioned already and i don't know how much we were gonna kind of go through the plot but i think i also think that we were talking about you know the the different players in this um I thought Sean William Scott was like perfectly cast. I thought he was like, he was the level I was expecting for the movie. I he's agree this that. He's this weird, he wants to be a firefighter, but he's, he's just, and he's trying, he's trying, but he just like can't make it happen. And he just felt like the right tone for the, the movie and everyone else. Like he should have been a bigger role. He should have been the fish out of water lead or something like that. Mm -hmm. The Coveney was just like such a bore. Um, I forgot about the scene that uh, also is making fun of Julianne Moore where an alien shows up that has like a big butt on the back of its head and Orlando Jones is like, remind you of anyone? And then they're like, there's this whole extended scene where everyone is hearing them talking about Julianne Moore's ass and how she's an ice queen and all she needs is a good humping. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's just also like, I don't know, like is does Julianne Moore have a notoriously big but like i just didn't get like what was what was the implication of that it just like other than like the company should have been like hey shut the fuck up she probably has a normal human looking ass that's gross <laughs> See that thing walking around what the fuck and just like again it's just more of the it's more of just like the sexualization of this character which is just like again she is an object for david duchovny in this movie and like serves no purpose other than to like further that plot like just to have and you know I'm jumping right ahead to the end of the movie, but like the movie ends and like, they can't even wait two minutes to receive their, their honor before like, they just can't keep, she can't keep her hands off of him. And just like mm -hmm. this, like it's so slimy that like, it's just like, she can't like, she's there to be a scientist. Like she did not come to, because she's like interested in David Duchovny. Mm -hmm. And so when she gets there, it's just like all science. Um, sorry, my internet apparently is unstable. Um, it's all good. You're, you're okay. Um, like everything goes out the window for her as soon as he shows his face to her. Like, it's just like, Oh my God. Like it, she's an, an inept scientist basically at that point, everything that is a discovery is made by him. Even if it involves her, it's by him. And then just like, I don't even want to like, receive the credit i just want to fuck this guy and like that's all she does for like she drives the 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 fire engine i guess but like 
She just doesn't have jack shit to do for most of the movie other than fawn no. over David Duchovny. Do you feel like they were also trying to like do Ghostbusters again with this one? With yeah, the it felt they, like it. They, they all dress up in like uh, fireman's outfits. Fireman's outfits similar to the coveralls mm-hmm. they get into like what could be Ecto-1 and then spray pink goop around just like in Ghostbusters 2. That was another thing, and I distinctly remember from the. Yes, I do think they were trying to do that, Max. It felt like it felt like if there was a sequel to Evolution, they would have like some play on those firefighter outfits as like their official uniforms. Um, yeah, I think the biggest bummer to me is that like I went in assuming this was uh, sort of like Ghostbusters, and it could just swap out the ghost for aliens, and it's like really light on some of it. Plus, like some of the stuff featured like the dragon kind of one that that ends up spawning. Mm -hmm. It was like, this is very just like, it just kind of looks like a dragon. It doesn't really look alien compared to a lot of the other things they showed. In fact, I thought for some reason they show that one guy, that one like alien early on being around like the 40 minute mark is when like they come back to the cavern that the meteor crashed in. And there's sort of like a biological like field of stuff. And they see a couple aliens and things, but this might be actually, they might even see this guy a little bit later when the whole, um, areas cordoned off but um it's like this big like multi-legged walking thing and it's you know it's not too it's not it's pretty small but it has like a mouth on both sides and they're like i don't know if it's coming or going and i could have sworn from the trailers or like my mind made up this that there was a giant version like by the end that thing was like stomping around the desert and that never happened in fact what happens is that like they add fire to it and it's just like a big growth it's just like it's boring the last kind of big boss alien in my opinion yeah are you thinking of the mist or something that's what i that's what i was thinking first i was like did i confuse it with the big walking and the thing in the mist and i was like no i could have sworn like i i felt like they were even setting it up like oh look at that weird thing and then i thought like fire was going to like grow some of these things and that that was going to be one of them it was also disappointing because the aliens that do show up some of the practical effects and stuff i thought looked good like the thing that comes out of the golf onto the golf course, like the lighting at night and stuff on it, the CG and stuff. I was like, Oh, that actually looks good. And it mm-hmm. looks like it's in the scene. It's dead later. It's a real prop on a table. I was like, yes, this is what I want. Like it feels like the evil. It feels like, Hey, the evolution wow. of the effects and stuff from ghostbusters. I was like, okay, cool. I can get down with this, but it, they're all so few and far between. They're always showing up after these aliens have shown up. And then died because they can't process oxygen. The weird one that like it, they travel like and leave a trail of those little like flatworms, mm-hmm. but no one ever sees them coming. Like they just like wind up like, oh, there's worms going into this like pool, uh, you know, filter. Oh, there's like a weird like mole lizard thing inside. It's like, well, how did they get inside? Why was there a trail of worms? And that happens with all of them, including he's on the back of the box, this little like green, green guy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The weird um, face, who, like, little dopey pug face. Yeah, and then ends up having like a weird, like skexy mouth tongue thing. But then, like, the it an alien shows up, and then the scene happens, and then they die, and that's kind of it. Uh, except for the one in the mall, which annoyed me because they go to capture this thing that's flying around. It grabbed a woman who was trying to shoplift, and they're basically like, "Oh, we we can like coax it by singing." But it's like, how big is this mall? Like, where is it right now that you're not able to like, yeah, you know what I they, mean? They like, even, he even like, they say like, they we lost it. It's like, how do we lose a 20 foot <laughs> bird in a mall? And it's just like, yeah, how cavernous must this mall be? I think that that was just the, the screenwriters being like, fuck, we actually don't even have an excuse for us, you know, losing I mean, it. Same thing with the gun store at the mall, where if it's so big that they could lose it, why is the gun store completely cleared out and unguarded or anything? Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone has just left the store. They walk in there. I wasn't even sure, like, if it was the same scene. They just walk into this gun store, shatter all the glass and steel guns, start loading up, and then walk into the rest hey, of the mall with f- loaded guns. To be fair, it is Arizona, so that just may be a service that they provide to That's true. mall goers. Good point. Good point. Especially in 99. A better time. Take me back. I mean, 2001. Uh, take me back to any particular date in 2001 is fine. Yeah, they also, they also don't do a great job of establishing why sound, especially singing, seems to like be like this, you know, like the song of the harpies that like brings this alien back in. Like, why was singing so attractive to it? 
I don't know. And I also, I also assume they were doing something different with like the environment, like, Oh, like the, it's suddenly going to produce, you know, like smokestacks that are going to start changing the oxygen. And then it's going to allow them to like, start to like spread out. No, it ends up being this other, this other sort of catalyst that changes things, but no apparent. And, and then also apparently the, the dragon thing they have to chase is because one of them splits through mitosis and, you know, spits up its own young and then it's like, well, this one likes oxygen, actually. This one has just figured it out. It didn't really track the way they were like 200 million years of evolution in a few hours. And it's like, so how many, so like billions and zillions of years must have passed it over the course of the movie. Like these things should be like human now. <laughs> right. Like, like what the hell? Um, and I didn't really understand like what, at what point did the original sample stop multiplying? Remember he takes it and he's like, oh, look at these weird little cells. And then they become like multi-celled organisms. And he's like, that's incredible. How could that happen? They were single-celled. And then nothing after that. I really thought like they'd come back and the Petri dish was going to have like legs and be moving around. But it's like, oh, I guess they just multiplied until nothing. Like nothing else happened. Um, it was weird. It's a, it's such a weird one. Um, oh, another another person I did like seeing though, Donkey Lips from Salute Your Shorts. Salute Your Shorts, yeah. <clears throat> Brother of I Ethan, like Ethan Supley in this. Yes. I liked seeing a character mentioned earlier. Spike Spiegel showed up as a student as well. <laughs> John Cho. Was John Cho in this? He's in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Check the credits. That's what I was thinking of then. <laughs> um, yeah, that must have been it. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, and you know what? Of course, Dan Aykroyd shows up. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be an Ivan Reitman movie without one Ghostbusters actor in it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yet. I don't think he was crystal skull in it yet. He didn't have the vodka, but otherwise I think he would have been carrying one of those around. It um, was a movie with aliens in it. So it did make sense for him to. The other thing I remember from advertising and I thought was such a weird, like why they had to get to this scene. This is another, another frustrating thing too. I'm, I'm sorry that, it, you know, a lot of this is all negative, but like some of the effects I said, look good. Like, I think the thing that comes out of the water on the golf course, there's people, there's a guy like, having an affair on the golf course mm-hmm. at night or something this thing eats him and that looks good but like the fly that gets into orlando jones suit like looked terrible i thought <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's just like a little fly it didn't look particularly alien but i was like this shouldn't be that hard to make it look good but it didn't it gets into his suit which is a, a, an insanely creepy like that would just be horrifying to, like have something like that like inside with you yeah then it gets inside of his body like the scarab in the mummy <laughs> yeah, and is like crawling under the skin. Like that's just not how it works. The, that effect doesn't hold up in the mummy very well. It's still a very creepy scene, but it looks very silly. Yeah. This one was equally corny. Like you can just see like it's outline moving around the skin. And then they decide that it has gone from under the layer of skin in internally into like his rectum. Yeah. Like, and he can just pull it out through his butt by like, fishing around for it like that was huge in the advertising was like an alien gets into orlando jones and like he is like screaming and making faces while they're like holding him down and being like you're doing a great job and i was like ugh, this is like gross and unnecessary they take it out it dies and then all to kind of set up the very end where they find the rectum of this giant alien and orlando jones is like i want to do it like i want revenge for it invading like my butt Uh it's like okay like you're also right, Max, like it, even down to like, instead of marshmallow fluff, they're covered in like the shampoo goo stuff at the end. Yes. It's, Head and shoulders shampoo. Okay. Can we talk about the, the very end of the, the very movie? end of the movie? The ad for head and shoulders that they do. What? But like, no joke. It wasn't like in universe or anything. It wasn't like happy Gilmore doing the subway it was ad. David Duchovny, Orlando Jones and Sean William Scott doing a commercial for head and shoulders. I did appreciate that Julianne Moore was not there. <laughs> she was just yes. like, I'm not doing this. I will do the movie. She's like, I don't use that product and I won't endorse it. Um, yeah, I did. I could not understand what that was supposed to be. I think it was just, we're making a comedy. Let's throw in something real wacky at the end. These three actors will do a 30 second, like, that's why we use head and shoulders. And it's just like, that's what you're going to send the audience home with. Yeah, I I don't know what they were thinking. It was so bizarre. Um, just truly weird. Like, I don't even remember. I didn't remember in that scene, like one of the bullies mentioned it, right? Did one of them say like, they're like 
had a dry scalp and someone said, Oh, Shed and Shoulders, and then they get to the periodic table through that. And they're no, like, it's so oh. it's it is um he figures out through the you know periodic table that we as humans are, you know, like arsenic is poison to us. So therefore, because of what these aliens are based off of on the periodic table, the corresponding thing was Cerulean. Mm-hmm. And then one of the two, Ethan Supley or Donkey Lips, remembers that Cerulean is one of the base ingredients in Head and Shoulders. Oh, so the whole thing was like one of one of the dum-dums did get something right or yes. did remember something off yeah. the thing. Okay, that yeah. was right. Um, it's almost yeah, like you- I watched this movie 20 minutes ago. um yeah very bizarre um i don't i wish i had like more positive things to say about it i think like i said there were some people that like sean william scott should have had a bigger role he should have been maybe even been the lead i don't think they would have given it to him at the time but you know what i'll say is a positive hmm. ted levine was a great dickhead general yeah yes like just a like ruthless guy who just like wants to you know blow shit up and it's Ted Levine, so he's great in everything. But, you know, like, again, like, he's he's doing a good performance as being wasted in this movie. But, you know, like, the whole, like, I don't know, I really love, and, it, like, I remembered it almost, like, beat for beat when, like, um, Julianne Moore is calling to tell him that, like, the napalm is going to, like, exponentially multiply these aliens. And then he's just like, well, tell her I'm busy. And, you know, she's like general and he just says, like, I'm busy and like has this like look on his face of like, fuck off now. And it's just like he man, like he's such a rotten jerk in this scene. But, you know, otherwise, yeah, it's just such a weirdly lifeless movie. Um, Which doesn't really like, I don't know, doesn't line up for me with some of the pull quotes on the box for the DVD that I own widescreen edition <laughs> of course um uh lou lemonick from the new york post says fun <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the end of a quote where it's like i wish this was more fun yeah uh jeff jeffrey lyons from wnbc tv outrageous and hilarious i mean it was, was a out- movie it was outrageous yeah, I'll, I'll yeah agree it was that. outrageous um it, he might have been talking oh look they even have the little like multi-legged guy on the cover so maybe in my brain, like I remember that poster was like, oh, that thing becomes big mm-hmm. or like he's threatening it with a gun. Therefore, like the big mama version shows up at some point right. to fuck with them. Um, God, just it, it's just like a head scratcher because it really does feel like it was like someone pitched him or I don't Maybe I didn't double check if, you know, he had anything to do with the writing of it as well. But it was almost when someone was like, we've got the technology. We can do another kind of Ghostbusters ensemble cast thing, mm-hmm. but it'll be aliens instead. It'll be great. John and it's William just Scott's hot off of American pie. Mm-hmm. Duchovny's hot off of X-Files. Orlando Jones is skyrocketing from mad TV. Was he doing seven 11 or, uh, or uh, was, did he seven end up, up, was he doing the seven up commercials? He's, yeah. I think he was doing the seven up side down stuff. Uh, okay. This could have been before or after who knows. Uh, could have sent him there. Or you could have been coming from there. Who knows? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, I, I feel bad. We, I broke the news to very callously to the text chain. <laughs> He's that dead. I, that I said, I said, ding dong, the witch is dead. And Andrew's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, <laughs> Ivan Reitman, the bastard. He's gone. No, of course I, I, he will ever forever be in my heart for, for Ghostbusters yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and some of his other films. This one, Ivan, my boy, not so much. I, you know, like I'm with you guys. Like I remember liking this movie a lot. And this is one of those things that you, there were less movies to compare it to. I guess, so, you know, I guess it just like I it's one of those things like that. Obviously, the humor of it has not aged well. And, you know, maybe like it was it was one of those things where like I wanted to like it because it was made by the person who made Ghostbusters. I kind of convinced myself maybe. But it's just like this. The, we've just moved on from stuff like this. Yeah, I think we were dumb teenagers at the time yeah. and this movie was made for dumb teenagers. Yes. By people who should have known better. Yeah. I agree with that. But the practical effects on the aliens buttholes were incredible. So, <laughs> like it, that, that does hold up. Yeah, so I and this is we can announce now the Genuine Overlords are pooling their money to buy one of the props, <laughs> one of the alien right. alien butt props from this movie in honor of our boy Ivan. Go fund us. Yeah, this one's for you. <laughs> This one's for you. 
Um, we're going to figure out whatever his favorite uh, prosthetic alien butt was, and we're going to buy it we'll for, get the, that for one, the podcast. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, PG-13 for crude and sexual humor and sci-fi action. Hey, you got to um, give it give it up to that sci-fi action. Uh, I just, I, I, this is the kind of movie where like someone could remake this and do a good job. This is where yeah. I wouldn't feel precious about someone taking another crack at this concept because I think Ju- there's something there. Yeah, keep Julianne Moore in it. Mm-hmm. Give her more to do than just guffaw at. Uh, I think make her like no 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 this my pitch is like make her like the uh the Brian Cranston in Godzilla where like you think the movie's gonna have Julianne Moore and then like the first alien like 10 you know minutes. It, 10 15 minutes in the first alien jumps into her face and blows it up and then she <laughs> we get a new crew or something um and then she doesn't have to worry about it but she does return for yes they're updating it and they are still doing a new head and shoulders ad at the very end yes finally <laughs> new formula It'll that be, is just that is baffling that they did that at the end. It'll be like Sensodyne toothpaste this time. <laughs> yeah, whatever product someone like whatever product someone wants, that's what kills aliens. Yeah. Whoever wants highest bidder. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, any final thoughts on evolution before we head out? I, I mean, it's it's not the worst. I if you're a if if especially with his passing, if you're a completionist and you want you're going to go through his filmography, I think you might you might find worse on there um but uh yeah just a bit of a bummer i'm i was it's hard to know that the heights of his filmography are like ghostbusters level stuff so this just didn't didn't really hit yeah max what about you uh after watching this movie i've become a creationist i no longer believe in evolution (laughs) (laughs) oh wow (laughs) that's the right attitude (laughs) Um, also take some alpha brain. I think that's, uh, that's going to be really good for, for you going forward <laughs> and, uh, use head and shoulders. Dan be danger free. That's true. Anyways, that'll do it for this one. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.